Welcome to another episode of Weight Loss and Wellness Mastery, where you can get lean and healthy without diet programs, counting calories, and spending hours at the gym. I'm Melanie Kinch, and I'm your host today. Have you ever been faced with a choice, you know, to go right or to go left, to do this or to do that, to see that person or this person? We all are, right? Every single day, actually every single moment, we are faced with choice. And that is the beauty of who we are as, as human beings, that we do have freedom of choice in, in most cases. I mean, many of us that are in the, in the North American world, we definitely have freedom of choice. Um, so that's who I'm talking to. Obviously, there's people that maybe don't have choice, but for the most part, most of us have choice in pretty much everything we do. And life is made up of many little decisions. These little decisions are influenced by what we read what we watch, what we listen to, whom we associate with, and many, many other factors. So the thing is, is you want to surround yourself with positive people, with people that are going to actually help you move in the direction that you want to go in. And so I want to talk to you today about, about choice, because it is so vitally important, and because it is something that we can easily do. Now, many of us, especially when you're thinking about eating healthy or weight loss or, you know, it's easy for us to choose um, based on our feelings. I was actually just talking to, uh, to talking to someone and we were talking about why we shouldn't just base our actions on our feelings because our feelings can lead us astray really, really quickly, right? If you're trying to lose weight and you don't feel like working out, is that going to help you lose weight? No. If you don't feel like eating something that's good for you, is that going to help you lose weight? (laughs) Not a chance. So do you see our feelings can lead us astray in a big, big way. Actually, our feelings can take us into places that we never should be in in the first place. So I want to talk to you uh, about, you know, what does it truly take to be successful? Now, obviously, we're talking about weight loss or being healthy. um, but, But this could be the case for anything in life. And you know, relationships or finances or anything, we have to, we have to look at our life and kind of determine, are we on the right track? Or could there be some improvement? Could there be some modifications? And I want you to remember that anything that that in life that's worth doing or worth having is, is going to take time and effort. It's not just going to happen. So that's the thing about, about choices is that the choices that we make today will impact us in the future. Now we may not see those choice, the, the results of those choices, or the consequences of those choices tomorrow, but they will show up. I promise you those results or consequences will show up for the choices that we make today. So um, I thought I wanted to read this for me. This is from a book called um, Habits That Heal. And it says, what we choose on a regular basis turns into habits. Habits form our character and character determines our destiny. The choices we make on a daily basis are what determine our destiny. So it, so it is with our health. The choices we make will affect our health and determine the outcome of our well-being. So here's the thing. You don't want to trade what you want most for what you think you want right now. And that's going back to that whole feeling thing. If I think I want to eat the five donuts, 
Um, what's that going to do for me? If I think I want to eat the, pow- the whole block of cheese on my nachos, what's that going to do for me, right? So don't sacrifice the thing that you want the most for that feeling of, of what you think you need in this moment because it's typically what we need in this moment is never really what we do need. It's what we want and there's a difference between want and need. So that's something that you have to think about when, I mean, all of us have to think about this when we are trying to change something, right? Um, I, I think I posted this on Instagram or something the other day that if it doesn't challenge you, it won't change you. And I went, yes, yes. So that's the difference, right? We can, we can think that we can continue making the same choices that we've always made and and, and think that, you know, bury our head in the sand and think that one day it's just going to work, even if we've done the same thing over and over and, and, you know, we wonder why we don't have a different result. But, um, oh, darn it. Now I lost my train of thought. Where was I going with that? Is that, <laughs> don't you hate it? Don't you hate it when that happens? You're on a really good train of thought and then that's gone. But that's okay because, um, because try and really think about a, a time when you waited for something that you really, really, you know, that was really important to you. When you waited for it and you, and you, you know, you prepared for it. There to me is so much more fulfillment in that than the thing that just happens instantly, automatically. It's, you know, and, and then it just sort of fades, right? It just sort of fades into the background. And and that's what I think about, you know, with this whole weight loss journey that I've got you on. This isn't a diet. This isn't a, this isn't a quick fix. This isn't, um, you know, take a supplement and lose 10 pounds. That's not what any of this is, nor do I believe in any of that stuff. But what I want you to understand is that it's going to take time, but it's going to stick. See, here's the difference. It may take some time for you to change your habits. It may take some time for you to um, to, you know, see the, see the weight loss or, or change the, the diabetes diagnosis or the cancer or the heart disease, right? It may take some time, but once you change it, once you change it and once you see those results, now you have a very, very solid foundation. So the chances of you going backwards and, and like say gaining all the weight back are usually slimmer. Now, unless you forget everything you've ever learned and you just go back to eating and doing whatever you did before. But if you continue on this lifestyle journey, because that's what this is, lifestyle journey, you're going to see those changes and they're going to stick. I mean, I've been this same weight for 13 years and it's because I do the same thing every single day. I make the same choices all the time, right? And that's what I want. That's where I want to get you to, that these things become habitual for you. They're just, they're just stuck in your head and they're good habits, right? Good habits are not something that we need to get rid of, but it's these bad habits, these things that we, <laughs> that are not taking us in, in, a, in the good direction of being healthy or, um, you know, reaching the, the goals that we've set out for ourselves. It's those habits that we want to change. So I want to talk to you a little bit about thoughts um, because when we try to change habits, if we don't change the thoughts that go with those habits, their chances are pretty good that we will fall backwards, right? We will fall off the wagon. We will. Um, and I want to just, I want you to see some 
some things that, that ha thoughts can cause. So like, okay, just for an instance, this is, this is um, uh, a troubled home life. So I'm, I'm, this is specifically talking about kids, which I'm sure you have and grandkids and all of that. But more importantly, I want you to think about what this stress does to the physical body. So this is what this book, Habits That Heal, this is, this is from that book. And it says, a troubled home life can cause a lot of stress on children and adults. Stress is a normal part of life, but we must deal with it appropriately since too much stress can lead to a physical problems such as headaches, fatigue, sleep problems, upset stomach, cramps, constipation, diarrhea, irritability, depression, high blood pressure, abnormal heartbeat, hardening of the arteries, heart disease, heart attack, heartburn, ulcers, irritable bowel syndrome, weight gain or loss, fertility problems, flare-up of asthma or arthritis, skin problems such as acne, eczema, and psoriasis. Okay, that's a really big list, don't you think? That's a really big list of things that we have going on in our our life. Maybe not, maybe not our life, but we know, we definitely know people who have these who have these issues. And you think about how much stress is in people's lives. Tons, tons and stress, tons and tons of different kinds of stress, right? And so I want to talk to you about thoughts because again, we can choose how we're going to experience something by the thoughts that we think. You know, it's funny, I was just talking to a, another lady this morning and um, we got talking about, we were actually talking about animals and animals being sick. And, um, and, and I said, you know, she said, you know, we can try and do everything we can for them and to keep them healthy, but then they, they still might get sick. And I said, well, unfortunately we live in a world where there's, there's so much sin and darkness and yucky stuff, right? Toxins and, oh, so many things. It's hard to, to know that we're, you know, that, that, that we're, we, we can't say that we're immune to any of that. But the one thing, but she said, you know, and that she goes, that's the one thing, you know, these people that, that take care of themselves, and then they end up getting sick. And I said, but you know what I think? I said, I think our thoughts play a really, really, really big part in how we experience life. Um, and I might have told you this story before, but this is just shows you the power of perception. I was on a cruise, and we had stopped um, at one of the ports. And the, the plan was for us to be back on that ship by midnight because we were going to then sail all night, right? So there's a huge lineup at about 11, 11.30. There's this, like, everyone's trying to get back on that boat. And there's huge lineups and there's two of them. But there's all these ships lined up together. So I don't know if, if the line beside me is getting on the same boat as me. Well, there was a man and his wife standing beside me. Now, before I tell you his experience, I want to tell you mine. I felt like an absolute princess on that boat. I had been like, the food was fantastic. My bed was like so comfy. I, I remember dropping a fork on the floor. And before I could even bend down to pick that up, there was a there was a young man, like a, a waiter there. He picked it up, gave me a new one. And I just thought, wow, like, I didn't even have to think about that. This guy was just on it. And so my experience on that boat had been absolutely delightful in every shape, form or fashion. There was nothing I could say to complain about that boat and the staff that was on that boat. So now fast forward to this lineup. There's a man and his wife standing beside me and I'm listening to him and he has got nothing good to say. He is, the bed sucks, the staff sucks, the food is terrible. I can't wait to get home. This has been the worst trip ever. And I'm thinking, man, am I ever glad I'm not on his boat? <laughs> get this. <laughs> this man and his wife 
walked into my boat at the exact same time as me. We were on the same ship. And yet our perception gave us a totally different experience. And that's the same thing about every, like, that's a story that happened quite a few, man, that happened probably nine, nine years ago or something already. And I still tell that story because to me, it's about the power of perception. It's about the power of the thoughts running around inside our head and what we allow to run around inside our head. So that's what I, I really believe when we're talking about weight loss, when we're talking about being healthy and, and living, a, you know, full of wellness and vitality and vibrancy. To me, it's the same thing. It's the thoughts that we think. And here's some health benefits that, that positive thinking may provide. Increased lifespan, lower rates of depression, greater resistance to the common cold, better physiological and physical well-being, reduced risk of death from cardiovascular disease, better coping skills during hardships and times of stress. Now, these are just, these are just a few um, that, that I could think of right now, right? Or that, you know, these, these were kind of highlighted in this book too. But I know there's more. I know there's more because I went looking for some to, to share with you, but I know that I've read other things that, um, like, listen to this, listen to this. Disease is sometimes produced and is often greatly aggravated by the imagination. Many carry lifelong illnesses who might be well if they only thought so. Many imagine that every slight exposure will cause illness and the evil effect is produced because it is expected. Many die from disease, the cause of which is wholly imaginary. Can you believe that? Can you believe that? That again came from, um, well, that actually came from a book called The Ministry of Healing, but it's inside this Habits That Heal book. That's exactly what I'm talking about. So weight loss is the exact same. You've got to monitor those thoughts that you think. You've got to you've got to change them into something better. You can't let those negative, you know, bad ones hang out in your head all the time. You have to continually be working on making your mind and your thoughts be more positive, more um, empowering for yourself and for others, right? Because here's the thing, if you are constantly negative, if you're constantly talking about all the things that are wrong in your life, do you think that is going to cause stress on the people that, that listen to you? Yeah, I do believe so. I do believe so. Um, especially people that aren't, that aren't strong in their own um, mental, I don't want to say strong, like that doesn't sound right, mental capacity. But I mean, like people that are, people that are already a little bit um, what's the word, sort of leaning in that direction of being negative or of entertaining negative thoughts, those people are going to have a lot of stress from someone that is continually negative. Now, here's the cool part. If you work on your own strength in your mind of, you know, you, you grow your brain and you strengthen the thoughts and that, that's a habit, that's a, or that's a muscle that has to be, that has to be grown, right? Like to me, Seeing positive in a situation or finding something to be grateful for, it's a skill. It's a skill that everybody can learn, but it has to be, it has to be maintained because the world wants us to be negative. The world wants us to see the dark and the evil and the ugly and the, but there are so many things to be grateful for. And having an attitude of gratitude is one of the best things that you could do for your body. Best things you can do for your weight loss. So 
This is what, now your mind needs to have exercise just like your body does. So some ways that you can exercise your mind are you can learn some new things like studying a new language, um, playing a musical instrument, memorizing passages from the Bible. That's one of my favorite. I love that one. Um, Developing the artistic side of yourself. So if you want to paint or knit or crochet or sew, right, those things are all going to enhance your brain. Focus on the positive things in life rather than the negative. Interact with people. And again, I think on this podcast a little bit earlier, I said positive people. Interact with positive people. Find those people that are that are excited about life, that are grateful, that are happy to be alive and spend time with them. Now, I know there's going to be people in your life that aren't like that. And so, and you can't necessarily cut them out, but you can, you know, sort of cut down on how much time you do spend with them. Spending time in nature. Oh my goodness. This is a huge one for me. Huge. If I have any kind of stress or if I'm upset about anything or sad, uh, that's where I go. It's like, I got to go for a walk. I got to get outside. And the, and the closer I can get to water and trees, the better off I am. Okay. Um, so things, typically things that are good for the body tend to be good for the brain and the mind. Okay. So anything that, that's, um, you know, eating healthy, doing the healthy things that I talked to you about, those things are also good for your mind. Okay. Choosing to be happy and joyful. This is another big one um, because (laughs) it's a choice. We're all back to that choice thing. We've got to choose, right? There are days when just crap happens and things get thrown in our face that we don't understand. We didn't necessarily bring on or do anything for, but now we get a choice to how we're going to choose to react to those types of circumstances. Laugh, smile, laugh, smile, find humor in life. And don't forget to play. These are very, very, very important. Um, I'm so blessed that uh, for me, laughter is like breathing. I love, 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 love to laugh. It's one of my favorite things to do. Now I have lots of favorite things to do, but it's definitely high on my priority list. And I am so blessed by the, the amazing man that God has put into my life is just, he just makes me laugh a lot. A lot, a lot, a lot. And I, (laughs) every day I'm so grateful to him and to that because, you know, we can get busy. Life can happen and things can, life can take over and we can forget, even me who loves to laugh. Sometimes I get to the, to the end of the day and I think, wow, I, did I laugh at all today? I don't, I don't think so. So it's, it is, it's important. It's find something to be, to be joyful over. Um, And the more you do it again, the easier it becomes to laugh. And if you are really, really struggling with things like depression or, or negative, lots of negative stuff or, or any kind of, you know, childhood issues or abuse, I mean, there's always that counseling route. And I'm a big believer in counseling. I'm a big, big, big believer in counseling because um, I went through a little bit of an experience. At the, one, of the, one of the last wellness coach trainings that I took, these are like week-long training, you know, you're, you're there for a week or 10 days even. And, um, something had happened. Someone in my, in my life, not, not directly close to me, but someone that I, you know, I would consider a friend. And he was, he was someone that was, was important. And his, his presence was definitely missed. Uh, we lost him to, to suicide. And, I struggled hard with guilt. Man, that guilt hit me hard, hard, hardcore. Because I felt like I should have maybe talked to him. 
Um, I was given the opportunity to talk to him before and I didn't. And so the guilt was really, really huge for me. But you know what? Because of where I was and because of the training that I was in, we actually had some amazing counselors there training us to be counselors. And, um, and this, this amazing counselor, he, he knew immediately, as soon as I got the message that something had happened, he knew something was wrong with me, which I mean, it was pretty evident. It was, it would have been easy for anyone to know that, but because of his skills and because of his level of compassion, he actually walked me through an entire counseling session in about 15 or 20 minutes in front of the entire class without me feeling bad or in any case. But you know what? Because he did what he did and because he acted so quickly, that guilt that I was carrying, which wasn't right, it wasn't going to be beneficial for me or anyone, I, I was able to let that go. And so... Some people think that, you know, going to a counselor or seeking professional help is weak, but I, I actually don't believe that. I believe that if you have issues that you can't get over on your own, then sometimes you need help. Like you need someone to help you. you and that could be a coach. That could be, you know, that could be a healthy lifestyle coach. I help a lot of people when I'm coaching them through things that aren't necessarily related or, or it looks like they're not related. But when I'm coaching someone, sometimes we just have to talk about the, the neighbors that, you know, really made them mad and, and work through that. So there's healthy lifestyle coaches, there's counselors, there's all kinds of professional people that would be willing to, to help you get through this stuff. So yeah, and with all that said, I just want you to know that you truly do have the power of choice. That power of choice is in you every single day. And if you, if you follow some of my other podcasts and you know that like, as I'm a big believer that if you find your why, then you know why you're doing it. When you get to that place, then this whole power of choice has just amplified the power of everything else that you do. Because now you know that you are in control. You get to choose what your day is going to look like. You get to choose what you're going to spend your time on, what you're going to put into your brain, what you're going to put into your body, right? And that to me is it's just empowering. I, I really truly believe it. Once you know the, the steps to do and the things to do, knowing that you have that much control over it is, I think, very, very empowering. Now, for someone who's not ready to take on that responsibility, that can seem a little bit daunting and overwhelming. And that's okay, too. That's what I'm here to help you with is to help you get through that stuff. So um, if you haven't yet checked out uh, my free report, Top five reasons why middle-aged women fail at weight loss and what you can do about it. You can grab that report at weightlossandwellnessmastery.com. I look forward to talking to you again very soon and you have an awesome day. Go out and get some sunshine, laugh and make some positive choices. Okay, take care. God bless and I will talk to you again very soon.